Let's podcast alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias inside the Eford Studios, downtown Raleigh. Thanks to our friends at Empire Properties. And thanks to Copiers Plus. Check them out online at copiers-plus.com. Print assessment, document management assessment. Uh, you actually saw Drew, uh, who heads up Copiers Plus at PNC Arena last night. No, I went over to the home base. Oh, you went in, to the home base in, in the Garner. In oh, Garner. I thought yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. him at the state game. No, 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 no. They had their anniversary. They oh, had nice. The 38th anniversary of copiers plus so I, th- I saw three generations with smiths that's awesome yesterday over in garner so and, uh, i was and excited were, and were they like wait we're the title sponsor for a podcast uh, they happened to be having a business meeting and i have they happened <laughs> drew happened to be printing out some interesting uh flyers for us on, yeah. on the pg1 and I, I, that's the one i showed them and then i was like hey, you know. <laughs> but i did say hey man about 360 360,000 downloads. So, you know, it puts us at the top 5% of all podcasts in the, yeah, no. in the world. Now we appreciate Drew and the crew over at Copiers Plus for being the presenting sponsor. And yeah, look, this is this is kind of the idea, right? It's a, it's a local podcast talking about local things. Uh, today's episode, very, very local in a lot of different ways, which we'll get into a little bit later on. And Copiers Plus is exactly that. Again, a, a family business that's been around for a long time and uh, they've grown and it's great to see across North Carolina. And uh, we appreciate them and their sponsorship. So the news of the day, Bobby Knight passed away. He was, he was 83 years old. And, and when somebody like Bobby Knight passes away, it, it really, it, people have a hard time having nuanced conversations about complicated people. Yeah. And I would say that everybody's complicated. No one person is 100% this and 100% that. Everybody's got layers to them. Uh, and sometimes I feel like, we do a disservice when we talk about legends like Bobby Knight by not presenting the full story and only trying to focus on one particular aspect, both negative and positive. But, you know, my, I don't know your takeaway with Bobby Knight, uh, Joe is, but I feel like there's, there's local connections and some, some lessons to be learned from a generation of coaches like Bobby Knight that I hope that we don't repeat going into the future, because in the end you just become kind of a miserable person. And that's what I'm going to associate Bobby Knight at the end, where he kind of sabotaged his own relationships with people he mentored, Mike Krzyzewski being the main one, over things that in the grand scheme of things shouldn't matter if the relationship is as strong as you present it to be. And maybe that's a lesson for coaches going forward. Maybe for lessons for guys like us who are getting older, and it's really easy to get cynical about stuff. And that's how I always kind of viewed Bobby Knight at the end. He just got very cynical about things down the line, despite the fact that he should be celebrated. Yeah, my old job uh, with the newspaper, the toughest thing to do is write an obit. Yeah. And um, you don't want to deify people just because they unfortunately passed away, but Mm -hmm. you're also trying to give that more complete picture. And then it's a very difficult (laughs) rope to walk. And I'll just say this for Bobby Knight. um, I I thought Dan Wetzel had it best. He he was an original. He was a one of one. Mm -hmm. And... He had the last undefeated team, 1976 national championship team in Indiana. And one of the most remarkable things about Bobby Knight and all of this, and he was the winningest coach at one point in college basketball history, obviously got his career started very early at West Point where Mike Krzyzewski played for mm-hmm. 
he had one NBA all-star in his entire career yeah. that he coached and he won yeah. all of these games and won three national titles. It's a different, and, and it was a different time it, of college basketball though. and did it in a way that other people didn't do. Mm-hmm. And person that his personality flaws were large and were more for some people to really overcome and to do and to, and to handle. Mm-hmm. Mostly those are people from the outside. This is like your irascible uncle, right? Like, yeah, he might say some things that are problematic, but you're like, well, that's eh, just Bobby. That's Uncle Bob, yeah. you know, and I, I or or people who are super hard and you look kind of from the outside and go, wow, he's really he was really hard on. And and there was he obviously crossed lines, he crossed several, okay, lines. you know, choking a player and, and kicked his own know. kid. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> there are many examples of, of <laughs> crossing the line of what he did and what he didn't do. So that's yeah. the part where you try not to deify or even yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the one time he choked a player in practice. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, that happened. He said that thing to Connie Chung, but you know what? Whatever. Let's just keep going. You know, those. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of that. So like you say, he's complicated. He believed in a certain way of playing the man to man defense, the, you know, all, all of the screens and getting your guys open and not having the names on the back of the jersey and, and all of those other things. So there's a lot of good things to the way that he went about coaching basketball. But there's and an trying irony to, to be. Yeah. There is an irony yeah. to that though. You know, the, yeah, name, the names, all those, you know, team, you know, every, every, everything that I've read about Bobby Knight, whether it's from longtime basketball writers, you mentioned Dan Wetzel um, and the like, they all talk about how it was about the team and the motion offense was being unselfish and et cetera, et cetera. Except that the irony of coaches like that end up being about them. Everything ended up being about Bobby Knight and doing it his way and giving him his flowers. Right down to when he essentially retired from Texas Tech and he started getting into broadcasting at ESPN where there's countless stories about how he wouldn't take part in production meetings. He, you know, there was a dress code to being on TV at that time. And because he had gotten into his signature V-neck sweater look, you know, they ended up coming up with ESPN branded sweaters for him to wear. So when that gets back to that relationship with Mike Krzyzewski, that I've always given Mike Krzyzewski credit in that he's evolved over time. Bobby Knight wanted to win one way and one way only. And when the game had essentially passed him by, you saw the diminishing results both at Indiana and obviously at Texas Tech. I, I think the way that Bobby Knight ended his career is the the primary reason that Mike Krzyzewski changed ding, 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 at ding, the ding, end ding. of his career. Yes. Like, I think that is the number one reason that Duke had the, 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 the Mike Krzyzewski 2.0 that we saw mm-hmm. because he did not want to end up a miserable old prick, which is what Bobby and I ended up being. And that's what gets us to John Calipari. There was a story in the athletic yesterday that I didn't have time before the show to get into, but I had time yesterday afternoon to read and get into. And as we get to the start of the college basketball season, it was interesting that John Calipari might be finding himself in this position now, too. And the athletic piece paints this picture of Calipari being alone. His assistants have left him. He doesn't feel appreciated. He's tired. And he's trying to find that fight in him still. And they point back to 2015 as the season that broken. He was never the same after that. And you'll remember that he was chasing something that hadn't been done since 1976, Bobby Knight and having an undefeated season. And they got all the way to the final four and they lost to Wisconsin. Wisconsin takes on Duke in the national championship game. Duke ends up winning that game. And one thing the athletic didn't really hit on that is a pet theory of mine and I wish there was more exploration of this. I understand how the, the tension of that season and coming up short can change a person. But I think the perception 
that Mike Krzyzewski ended up getting after winning the 2015 national championship with one and done players, which John Calipari had been roasted for just a couple of years before that, when he won a national championship with that loaded group of one and done players. And when, when he did it again, he was roasted. Cal was roasted for this. It was the end of college basketball. This is terrible for the game. X, Y, Z. Krzyzewski saw what was going on, adapted one, how was Krzyzewski treated after they won that championship at 15? Oh, look how progressive Mike Krzyzewski is. He's mm-hmm. found a new way and, you know, it was definitely not vilified. It was a, it's a line that I've used before in describing that relationship. It's a Jay-Z line where he says, you made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. And that's exactly what coach K did with the one dunce. He made it a hot song and it kind of, it, it, it essentially, legitimized the entire process of what you see with college basketball today to a point, by the way. And I think that's ultimately Mike Krzyzewski's longest lasting legacy to your point. I don't want to become this. I want to walk away and see a program that actually can survive after I've left because Bobby Knight is in the same vein as a lot of other legendary coaches that they've never been able to get back to those glory days and they keep chasing it. Well, you also have to recognize what, what point does your way not work anymore? How do how can I change to be successful? That's, well, I understood that. Yeah, it's a very difficult. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a tough road to cross. It is. It absolutely is, and that's why the great experiment and kind of tying it to a theme of the week with Cooper Flag and what John Shire is trying to do at Duke and how they're playing the NIL game. They were trying to set this thing up so it yeah. survives. It lasts. I was say, think consistent. about how rudderless Indiana basketball has yes. been since Bob Knight was fired. Mm-hmm. You know, that's absolutely part of the competitive streak in Mike Krzyzewski. You can have a dynasty. You can win a bunch of games. But what happens after? And I think that was absolutely part of his planning. Now, he sacrificed that last year, maybe unwittingly. Well, sometimes it has to play out. But that sometimes, way. you know, I've joked with John Shire about mm-hmm. that. But the more we look at it. More looks like a price that he's willing to pay. Uh, Yeah, I I hate it. Um, I hate for people like Mike Krzyzewski that their relationship with Bob Knight, your mentor. Yeah. Think about it. I I have my mentors behind me here in in Colton Tudor and George Tarantini. And I I would hate to think that at the end they would somehow be like Tudor, for example. Yeah. I would hate to think at the end he would be like, oh, I I hate that this guy has become successful in, in the media business. No, I am successful in the media business because of what I learned from you. Mm hmm. Like, I'm not taking away from anything that he did, you know? So I, I do hate that for Bob Knight, that he couldn't have, like, this normalized, functioning, loving relationship it wasn't. with somebody. It wasn't. You know, and then that's that's the part of it where you go, what was it all for? You right. know, yeah, you you have this ultimate competitive streak, and, you know, you... you, you, you and there were different times. You were allowed to yell at players. Mm-hmm. You were allowed to, you know, be a lot harder on them and get a response out of them. You know, as, as, as we continue and we talk about with Kevin Keats and other coaches and, and this generation of players, sure, you could sit there and, and rant and rave and scream, but you're, they're not going to respond to you the way that they did, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. It's just the times have changed. Housekeeping. couple things to get to in housekeeping. We got the OG tailgate coming up. On Tuesday. Yes. Congratulations. Let's get our winners. Let's we, have a lot a of, we have a lot of winners to shout out today. We really do. And I, I texted them all their, their tickets. So let's make sure we did that. My, we got Michael Pfeffer. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Michael, congrats. We got, Mindy. we got Mindy Gilbert and we got Andrew Mariani. Um, they're all going to be at the OG tailgate next Tuesday. Kane Sabres. Our wings are better than your wings. We've got wings over Raleigh's help sponsoring that event. We'll have 
wings there for them to eat. And Sleek Fleet, Fleet will be in charge of their transportation to and from the game. Sleek Fleet, check them out, mm-hmm. Joe. I've been using them for some concerts, for some stadium pickups, for some airport pickups. The stadium arena stuff in particular, they are a car service that can get in and out of there without all of the trappings that yeah. if you are sitting, oh, I'm just going to drop Jacob off at the game. No, no. you're going to sit there in traffic for, for years and years and, and just pull your hair out. Do yourself a favor. Check out Sleek Fleet. Also, congrats to Eli, who emailed Cuban Coffee. Oh, we got a winner. Um, well, yes. we, we actually had to go through two winners because our original winner didn't realize he had double booked himself. Oh, okay. So went to Eli and uh, what? What the first winner pushed over the top because they referenced, hey, man, I get it with marching band. It's like I put I put four years twice over with the marching band volunteering <laughs> shows. I'm like, yeah, man, you've earned these You're tickets. In. Unfortunately, he double booked himself. Eli pushed it over the top in that he had the trifecta. He's a state guy who also went to UNC and now works at Duke. Oh, so he's, I like still, it. But he's a state guy. <laughs> so he's got the trifecta going on. I like it. Got uh, the whole tri- triangle covered. And he played to my heartstrings, you know, because apparently Eli and his, uh, his sweet mates apparently listened to us in the pandemic and that's what helps. So now Love he listens to the podcast. So Eli's going to meet my dad and get some tickets. That's the best part. <laughs> the actual paper tickets. Actual paper tickets. And also another bit of housekeeping. Uh, big thanks to everybody who has pointed out that Creed is going on tour and it couldn't have happened at a better time as the Texas Rangers are your world series champion, a first time ever world series champ in a world series that nobody watched, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, your Canadian girlfriend pointing out, look what's happening. It's all Kirk cousins fault. It's all the Texas Rangers fault. They're calling it the summer of 99. Tour, I love Joe. that. I love the name Creed, of that. three doors down. Daughtry switchfoot tonic. Dude, I feel like I've been transported back to Batteries Plus on Maynard Road as I listen to these things on the store radio as I'm getting ready to... Tonic definitely has a couple of songs where you're like, that's Tonic? Yeah. Dude, Switchfoot, low-key good. Low-key, I know Switchfoot... Are they going to be here? I think they're going to be here, yeah. We're going to have to go? I admit, potentially. (laughs) Maybe maybe we get the fleet to help us out. There we go. Take people to the Creed show, right? I'm all about that. All right, big thanks to... Uh, everybody who has participated in these contests, we do a lot of goofy stuff. We got more contests going forward. Also, thanks to North Carolina Athletics. They've got two more home games coming up. Campbell this weekend, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. And, of course, you get the Duke game. Two more chances to see Drake May. As as Mac Brown said, this is it. And he expects him to go to the draft. So if you want to check out the Tar Heels uh, before the season's over and watch Drake May before he becomes an NFLer, Now's your chance to do it. Go to GoHeels.com or go to SeatGeek, the official uh, ticketing partner for North Carolina Athletics. Also, thanks to Mosquito Authority for sponsoring Ophias and Gilio. Check them out at BugsBite.com. Pest Authority, Mosquito Authority can get it done. Now that it's cold, mosquitoes, not necessarily a problem, but other critters will be. And that's where Mosquito Authority and Pest Authority comes through. Check them out at BugsBite.com. Saw Hayes Lancaster at the NC State basketball game Mm -hmm. last night, the OG OG bugsbite.com, all kinds of ways to save because yeah, it's not just about bugs. Mm-hmm. The mice in the winter, they're going to want to come into your house. That's number one. Number two, the moisture barrier underneath your house, super important to protecting your home value. So go to bugsbite.com. And graffiti, uh, check them out in Cary. Panthers back in action this Sunday. That means they're going to have the game on and they're going to have a bunch of other games on too. And they're going to have a bunch of bourbon specials. So go check them out. Graffiti in downtown Cary. Every time we talk about the Panthers, it's brought to you by Graffiti. 
that Brownlow lady is back in studio after co-hosting earlier this week. But it's time to do a little premature evaluations, Lauren. Let's do it. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, we did this. Okay. <laughs> I would leave that. I <laughs> Please leave that in. Big bucks, no whammies. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. All right. And you pre- it's, it's premature evaluations, Lauren. So clearly NC State not making the NCAA tournament after a 10-point win against oh my Mount God. Olive. Uh, Duke I'm... undefeated. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Right. That's where we're headed with this. You can laugh, but do you remember the year that Duke was bad? Yeah. And they, they played poorly in the beginning of the season. I and know. I told you. I know. I told Wait, you. Wait, which one? Which year was that? The pandemic year. Oh. They, they won like their first game. Like they were favored by 40 and they mm-hmm. won by like 10. And I'm like, Joe, this is not a good sign. No, you call not going to be a good team. Listen, to be fair, there was a Duke team. I think it was 2015, 16. One of those. I feel like that was like that started off horrific defensively mm-hmm. and ended mm-hmm. up being pretty good by the end of the year. They almost lost to Vermont at home. I remember that. Yeah, Whatever year it, that was. It was. It was one of those. Just it, horrible on it, defense. It, it was, was a Jabari those, Parker season. Yeah, I was going to say. It was the post-15 <laughs> It was the post 50, it was a post fifteen championship. Jabari Parker was yes. supposed to be the next That's big what it thing. Is. It was 16. Yeah. And they could not play. They played zone. Yeah. That year, which of they course. They got better defensively, though. Like, but oh, that's, they, such, that's such Mark guy. The got bar better was, tonight. No. We got better tonight. But the bar was in hell, you know, so it's whatever. Like, my, after my the Vermont game, it's bad. My juices flow all the time. All right, speaking of juices flowing, oh, we got football tonight. We got football tonight. We got better tonight. So let's start with Wake Forest and Duke. Wake's <sighs> going through it right now. Yeah. As much as Duke offensively has fallen off, uh, they're still driven, I think, by their physicality and their defense. And I think tonight is a not, I don't want to call it a get right game, but you're picking the right opponent in Wake Forest who has struggled offensively against a physical Duke defense. I think the Blue Devils get back on the winning track tonight. Probably. I haven't seen anything from Wake to indicate that anything different would happen. No. But I don't know. I mean, I would say like of both coaches, I, I would never necessarily count out either in a game that they're not supposed to win. So, you know, I keep waiting. Maybe I'm putting too much on Dave Clawson at this point. I just keep waiting for them to, I feel like they're going to win at least one game that you did not expect the them to game. going in. I suspect No, it but might you be would the expect them game. to win a state game, yeah. wouldn't you? Well, the Pitt game, though. No, the way that they won it, though, oh, was fairly was, remarkable. But that was more about Pitt. To be fair, because that's how Pitt is in like late in games. They put tend to collapse. In the vase. Do we, yeah. Put that, put that thought it in the vase. It worked the first time. They should bring it back. My like, players suck. It's not my fault not that my fault. I lost a bunch of pros Oof. to the NFL. Put that and thought I in the vase. And I didn't replace them. <laughs> that's not my fault. It's not my fault that I actively um, hate offense. Is it? Is it a double oh, wait, secret? It is. Is it a double super secret that I think Michael Kern is allegedly back for this game tonight? For mm. Wake Forest, I think I heard my, without revealing my sources. No, oh, okay. <coughs> Connor, I thought I heard him say <laughs> that we had a Michael Kern back for this game because I think quarterback's been a big problem. Yeah, for he has been. And speaking of quarterback problems, it might be a double secret message board rumor, but is Grayson Loftus starting this game for Duke tonight at quarterback? Oh my, what? What? You made that up. I did not you, make that up. You made that name up just I, because I it sounds start- like a Duke name. I no. thought he was starting for the Raiders this week. <laughs> Could be. Or was that for the Bears? That's, that's poor Tommy DeVito. Oh, my bad. Poor, oh, poor well, that's Tommy. the Giants. That's my the bad. Giants. No, I think we're going to see some different quarterbacks tonight. That's, yeah, that's, I would imagine that's so. That's the big rumor. Uh, you know, Henry Bielen fourth. Not he's, great. And he's been banged. Like, mm-hmm. Mike Elko, I thought this was cool. Like, kind of the anti-Narduzzi in this way. Mm-hmm. He, he made a point to be like, listen, I get it. Like, 
when people aren't playing well, it is what it is. But at the same time, like it's worth noting, this kid is not healthy and he's still sure. trying to give us what he can because we need it. Well, it's the same boat with Riley Leonard. Clearly there's a difference between yes, Riley Leonard at the beginning yeah. of the season at a hundred percent has a big play, hard to take down ability. He's not at 100%, and it's abundantly yep. clear. And a lot of guys will play hurt, even though it might make them look worse, just because <laughs> they care that much. And you know, that's and we and we talked about it. With Steve, we talked about it with Steve Wiseman earlier in the week. I, I I'm convinced that the the Florida State game actually cost Duke twice. Yeah, yeah. You know, he poured out, right? Super Bowl, Joe. I'm sorry. Super Bowl. Is this now, right, let's do it. What? This is, proves the whole point, which is. About, Every, everybody has a Super Bowl? No, no, no. About the Atlantic Division. That when you have to play oh, the best team every it. year. Stop it. Oh, my God. Stop Florida it. State hasn't looked like this in years. What Come are you on. even talking stop about? It. Stop it. That's not. This has nothing to do with Atlantic Division stuff. You just said it. This is ridiculous. No, you know how I feel about the coastal you stuff. You just said it. If NC you have State, some Atlantic Division participant banners hang up in here? He you does. Should get some. Actually, we should make one. You know what? I'm going to get... Go o- SEC. So Oxford, Oxford <laughs> Pennant does... These pennants that I've gotten up, you know, the one behind you, Laura, that says, you know, good work isn't cheap. I swear, cheap the best good. thing to happen to half those Atlantic teams that complained so much was that they were in a, the league that they couldn't win. So they could just complain and whine yes. when they would lose to the so coastal just, teams no, all no, the time, listen, too, so, because they're no, not no, good either. You just listen, gave me a great idea, listen. Lauren. I'm going to get into the OG Bank account and I'm going to do a custom pennant that says Atlantic Division participants. What yeah. Duke is doing right now <laughs> proves. No, it's not. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You just said it. They no. let the floor. No, because the words you, just came out of you your mouth. Know, you so know. why did they house Clemson in the opener then? Yeah, because it, just like there's ebbs and flows with Clemson and Florida State, there's right. ebbs and flows. Well, why aren't there ebbs and flows for Duke in that game? The larger, <laughs> the larger point for real. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. larger point. Duke, Duke schedule. Look Duke's at Duke's schedule, schedule and look Duke's at Louisville's schedule. schedule. Would be harder it's hard. than okay, almost anybody's faced right, in but, the league in a but while. Who, but who are they actually playing? Duke is essentially playing NC State schedule from the Atlantic and Division divide. Okay, that's yeah, what they're doing this year. But, they still, uh, but NC State still think lost to coastal teams, and I don't think they are. But yet. L- State, Louisville wasn't this yeah. either. Like no, no, no. The, the, we're, we're doing no, no, no. Louisville not this good. They were not. Yes, they were. Uh, with no, Lamar not Jack- for no, most. No, they of had it. Lamar Jackson. Yes, that for sure. No, those no, years. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm, I'm talking about the years after that. Like no, in between. There are. I'm not saying this is the the Atlantic juggernaut. What I'm saying to you is. Sounds like when you no, no. <laughs> when you have to play the best team, right? Florida State is the well, best team in the, the ACC team this year. No, no, no. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. So yeah. they Duke goes to Florida. How many times do right. we see NC State go to Clemson no, or like, Florida State? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pour it out legitimately, and then the next week lose a game they likely could have hey. won under different circumstances. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For uh, they okay. would beat, well, they beat Florida State all the time. Yeah. So Seemingly, there it was are, like there are games like Duke's going through right now. Yeah. And I suspect they now. To your point, if they don't show up tonight on a Thursday night, even with their third string quarterback, well, then fine. That's on them. The, and th- also, you know, I'm my not, feelings I'm not assigning on this. all of NC State's dumb no, losses. You, to- you also know my feeling on this. If NC State were in the Coastal Division, Virginia Tech and Miami would be back <laughs> because that's the oh. law of the wolf. Yeah. That's fair. true. Aha, aha. That's so you have yeah. no retorts to yeah, that. Because I was going to say. you know I'm right about like this. There's certain things. Okay. Yes. All right. We could, bo- we could both be right. Is it <laughs> NC State stuff that uh, they're, or I guess I can say shit. You can't. Yeah. NC State shit that they're going to play Virginia Tech this late in the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh. But they got to get past Miami first, but which the, is oh, the best. They have had problems with that in the yeah. past years. The best part of that is Virginia Tech early in the season was starting the wrong quarterback. Right. By their own volition. Yeah. yeah, no. And then he gets hurt, and they're like, oh, wow, this dynamic oh, this guy's guy from actually Baylor, good. And everyone's like, 
why wasn't he starting to be weird with? Right. So we got NC State and Miami tonight. Um, look, I, I said this last week when we had this conversation. I do not know what to I don't expect know. I have no out idea. of the Wolfpack out of the either rest of, them. of the year or Miami I have for no, that matter. I have no idea. There, there was some incremental improvement out of MJ Morris. I do think it gets back to the main point, Julio. You've been banging on. I don't know. Maybe get it to your best players like Casey Concepcion. Just make the whole offense out of him. No, you gotta make you gotta make the whole team out of Peyton Wilson. Peyton Wilson. Oh well, the team. Yes. Yeah. We you gotta make the whole team out of Peyton Wilson. Hundred percent. And I think I'll be curious to see where the Dave Doran "Let's keep fighting" attitude matches up against a team that I know in Miami has a motivational factor problem. Most most times. So I'll be curious to see how this plays out. Although there is the power of West Durham and bad luck for NC State Ooh, in Miami. They've called so a lot know. of close games. Too. I don't know. That's exactly it. You know, my dad said West Durham's <laughs> bad luck. But of course, shout out to Brian Ives, who pointed out. I think we pointed out to my dad yesterday. Yeah, but was West Durham bad luck in the Clemson overtime win? Oh, but to your point, West Durham crew has seen some wild games. Oh my so God. therefore, this is going to be a wild game on Saturday night. I, I'm already like prayers up for Tim Hasselbeck, man. <laughs> His exasperation with Mario Cristobal barely, he's disguising it as best he can. He's trying. He's trying to be nice in his critiques. He's just like, you know what? I don't really know what what happened there. Like, and then it'll start to be like, okay, you can't do that. Like, you can't make that coaching decision. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, we've got Clemson, Notre Dame. Interesting. In Death Valley. Last time Notre Dame played in Death Valley, it rained a bunch. And you'll remember the college football playoff committee pointed out that, hey, game control, rain was rainy. They handled the rain. Apparently, why is game control only a thing when Florida State's in the playoff conversation? Can we talk about that? And by the way, it was warranted in 2014 when we were having this conversation somewhat. Everybody. No, in 14, they did. No, the year after. 13, they did. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, they they were lucky to win half the games. And then they got smoked by Oregon in the. was it Oregon in the in mm-hmm. the semifinals? Yes, no, so, where you know Jameis Winston had like what was it like the invisible? The, yes, yes, <laughs> knocking the ball. It was, that was an absurd bad. football game. Yeah. Now Dabo's on this kick again, talking about these teams that they're facing and, and you no. know the magic late no thing. Dab, Dab, I think Dabo called Notre Dame the best team they faced. Oh, he did. You're right that they're better than Florida State, Which, the most complete team. He used your term complete. Oh, love yeah. the word complete. Yeah. Well, love the word complete. Interesting. Clemson. I guess he knows they're not playing Florida State in the title game, so it That's doesn't matter. What it is. You're not. You're not giving Florida State. I don't got to see them again. You're not giving them any bulletin board material. Right. Notre Dame can be had. Yeah, for I don't sure. Think, I don't. You know, to to counter what Dabo says, I don't know if they're that complete. Notre Dame's a team that has been flirting with disaster a good chunk of the year, and obviously it happened to them when they lost to Ohio State, gave Ohio State two of their signature wins that helped them put them number one in the college football playoff. So I do think Notre Dame can be had. The question is. Can Clemson take advantage of it? And it gets back to that central issue we've had with Clemson all season. They just don't look like they have the bodies for it. I mean, it seems like it to me. Although, like, it's interesting. You see some people look at, like, the advanced metrics, like David Hale uh, from ESPN. And you see him look dig into some of that, and he's like, they look like a top-10 team based on things like that. Yeah. But the turnovers and all of that. And I know Dabo would like to, you know, bizdelic the turnovers away and I get it to a degree, but like, I don't see how you can be like, Oh, we were so close in all of these games because it just was not how I remember 
most of them because it just feels like everything on offense for them feels extremely difficult in a way. And it's been like that every year and it's getting worse. Like it used to be whenever they got the ball on offense, you assume they were scoring. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't, like something bad, like bad luck happened to them. And now it's not the case. You don't know about Will Shipley. That's going to be a, I mean, if Will Shipley can't go, which Mm -hmm. I'd be surprised honestly, if he went based on that hit, but you just don't know. Um, that's oh, going to be a big thing. I was looking at the weather. It looks like it's a high of 70. Uh, no, uh, there's no rain in the forecast. So no. noon start. So Clemson has three home games left. One of them's going to be at night mm-hmm. and one of them's going to be the fuck you. We're still Clemson game and it's going to be at night. It's going to be the Carolina this game. game's at noon. I know Notre no, Dame's, you and I are on the same page. Notre Dame's going to win this football game. All right. Speaking of the targets. Oh, Campbell. I have no line they, on this. I was going to say, are there a double? There's not. There has to be a double digit. There is. You There's no have, line. You just have to look for it. Well, the official <laughs> action network where they give me like a variety of different, it just says N-A, 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 against Interesting. So. This is like the best thing that could happen to North Carolina this week. To oh, be what, having Campbell? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because any, almost anyone else on their schedule, like in the league, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> It's a get right game for them. I don't because I don't some, know if they're spiraling false, or not. It'll give them some false yeah, yeah, hope yeah. going into the difficult stretch of the season against Duke, Clemson, at NC State. You know how I feel about Mac and his messaging. The 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 tidbit about there's 120 guys on this team, and some of them are mad, and some of them are happy, and yeah. some of them are. This, I mean, I understand what he's some, saying about that, but it's yeah, like, but that's not that's not what you want to be he, saying. And he tried to spin that into every college football team deals with this, which is true. Shh. It's or, probably not what you want to be telling the fans after two straight losses as a double-digit favorite, but, like, what do I know? I, I didn't like it. <laughs> didn't like it? I, didn't, I love all of Mac's messaging. I did not like that. He was probably that a little too honest in a way that's not going to serve him. But it's also setting the table for... Well, Blame the players. The, the, oh, yes. I see what you're the, saying. The, this yeah, is, this is I can only control so yes. much, and right. you know, there's oh, people. Yeah. you know, there's people on this team who aren't happy because they're not playing, which is set, setting the table for who who ends up transferring. Mm-hmm. And oh, you know, there's people on this team who are happy that they're playing well, but but we didn't, they don't really care that we didn't win. And it's like, what? Yeah, I mean that's that's the implication. To there are people who are who, you know individually are playing well. You know, he didn't. He doesn't fill in the dot dots, but that's what he's implying that it's okay to have individual success and not care about what the team is actually doing. I thought he was setting the table for the this team being fractured and falling apart I the mean, way that it kind of is. Right. Okay. Again, again, that's why I say it's again, too already, honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they already went through this last year. Remember? They've been through it like how many times? I remember at the beginning I of the season, like, defensively, whether it was the changes with like Dre Bly, whether it was some of the players transferring out of the program, people looked at the defense and how they were producing at the yeah. again before this last two they weeks. They had nine stretch. sacks in the opener, right. and they had turnovers too. And they have okay. nine cents, I think. South Carolina. Well, <laughs> yeah, but like okay, not, not, but, but North Carolina they, never did no, that before. I, I, I mean, are they like that much better? Are they that much worse than like Virginia? <laughs> speaking of salty, you know, speaking like of salty, no, of course they're not. That's the point. That Clemson South Carolina game at the end of the season is going to be fascinating. Oh, boy. boy. Especially since South Carolina seemingly only shows up for Georgia and Clemson. That's pretty much it. Although, like, it could, well, it could save Shane Beamer's job. It could be. Nah, Shane, Shane's No, fine. they can't be ready mm, to get rid of him. He's not so fine. He's fine. Mm-hmm. They can't be ready to get rid of him. Although, does he, is he, is he reciprocating the, the, the Harbaugh? He is a cheating ass cheater. Oh, is he? Beamer. He was involved with, uh, yeah, was with WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. Oh, and now right. he's like helping Harbaugh? Yeah. Or did I imagine that? Oh, I don't know. A, I didn't see that. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm, yeah, there was like a tangent. Yeah, we'll have to talk well, about that later. They haven't yeah. shown like any improvement. Because we're going so to get into it. We're going to get into the Michigan thing a little bit later yeah. on because um, 
because Pete Thamel had a story about Big Ten coaches saying, you have to do something. Which, like, I don't know that they're all, the, like, I've seen this that are like, oh, how serious is this? Let's ask coaches. And I'm kind of like, I mean, right. what are they going to say? We'll close on this. How seriously did you take my, at one and six, the Panthers can still win the division take the other day? Did no. you just humor no. me? Yeah, I humored you mostly because because the idea of winning the division and sabotaging the Bears draft pick did amuse me. So that's the only reason I indulged you a little bit. Here's the thing. The the Panthers, oh my God. six of their next 10 are against, to close out the season. It's your version of a yellow pen. Again, well, yeah. I mean, I have my need. <laughs> I got my trapper keeper. I know, I know. Um, six of the next 10 are against losing record uh, teams. Colts are three and five right now. Anthony Richardson that doesn't is, matter. is hurt. So I, I actually think it does matter. I think getting off the schneid finally against the uh, what against is, Texans. What's the record of everyone else the Panthers have, has lost to? Uh, not very good. Right. Yeah. Never so I don't know why it matters that they all have losing records. So I mean, they do the. Here's a question. Now the Colts are awful. The I Colts would expect aren't good. that they and then should. The Bears, yeah. The Bears aren't. The Bears good are either. terrible too. You're right about those. And two. I do wonder if uh, the Bears are like, oh wait, wait, wait. We if we, do we lose? <laughs> no, they because won't we're tanking, lose on purpose. Or do we beat them because it helps us out? They're not a well-run team unless they're trading with the Panthers. So uh, that's fair. Like, why would they do something smart for themselves? Yeah, that's, a, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. <laughs> Only the Panthers get fleeced by the Bears. Uh, to me, I think it gets back to what we talked about before the bye Ridiculous. week. And a point you made, Joe, as it relates to Bryce Young. The, the rest of the season is just making sure that there's some sort of incremental improvement yes. out yes. of Bryce Young. Yes. And which I think we've seen. Which, which we I think are we seeing. Have. Yes, yeah. 100%. So if you're going to get caught up in the win losses, well, you're going to drive yourself nuts. If you're focusing on Bryce Young and what he has to work through offensive line-wise, uh, and how bad they've been on the offensive line, whether it's, you know, the running back by committee is actually going to work itself out as Miles Sanders going through whatever he's going through. committee. I think it's going Shuba through. That's Shuba yes, now. Thank you. Please. And for the love of God, do the coaches listen? Like it's just stop, about, let's stop trying to make Miles Sanders happen. It's not happening. <laughs> well, I mean, they paid him money. They I don't make care. Happen. It's not your money. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> anyway. It's not like food in the refrigerator. You're trying to use up. That's not how this works. <laughs> When's the last time you did a clean out the fridge night? I love those dinner nights. Uh, I don't cook much, so <laughs> so <laughs> not super. I, I I will admit that I really do love a okay. All this stuff is about to expire. Yeah, free for all. It's almost like a golden corral esque. Hey man, here's all we have. Yeah, make yourself a plate. Golden corral. The only thing that's missing is are the rolls <laughs> and a chocolate fountain. Put a gun to my mm. head. So the, best parts, so the best parts oh, of Golden wait, whoa, Corral? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh. When's, when's the last time you went to a Golden Ooh. Corral, man? Uh, I think it was James's fifth grade field trip. Yeah? Yeah. Weren't feeling it? No. That Golden Corral's never going to sponsor us, so it's whatever. No. I know some people. There are people, Dude, that, are in, for Golden Corral. There are people really? in my yes. life that will never go to a place like that again. That I know of that like because of like pandemic. The, yeah. Like no. and they just they already thought okay. it was gross and now yeah. they're like, no. I see. Absolutely I see. not. I'm <laughs> solid. I see what you're getting. And at. it does look kinda of, it can look gross sometimes. No, but I've been love, sitting out for I love a, I love a buffet, man. Like on Western I Boulevard too, at the yeah. old at uh, the old um ten ten. Yeah. The K and W in Chapel Hill. I used to hit but that. But that up. was different. The, the K and W is different. That's a cafeteria. That's a, that's a help buffet, I guess. That's like Yeah, a- that's a cafeteria. You get your you know, you can get Thanksgiving in July if you want to. Oh yeah. At a at a K and W. I'm a piping hot kind of person. 
What do you mean? Like, I love my coffee, like, hotter than, like, the surface of the sun. So you like Starbucks really? coffee? Yeah, and I love Starbucks my get- food. Like, I don't like it. When my hot food is not piping hot, Yeah, I don't like it. So you it. don't like to, like, order pizza? Or, like, you do and you put it in the oven? I will. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Like, I don't like it when you go to, like, a game and they have stuff, like, in the oh, yeah, and it's heater never uppers. Hot. And it's yeah. like, nah, I don't like that. Interesting. <laughs> I don't like that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a fun fact about you. But if it's cold, I'm... I'm like I'm a cold sandwich kind of guy or really? cold, even cold pizza. I'll eat cold, cold pizza, pizza. I'll eat cold pizza. but I yeah. do not like anything in the middle. So I, I love a buffet because I love mm-hmm. the weirdness of the combination of things that you can get. Oh, at for a sure. Place like sure. Golden Corral. Like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try some of the fried chicken. And then now that I'm done with the fried chicken, I'm going to go get their Chinese. And Oh, I'm done with the Chinese. Exactly. I'm going to go get a taco now because yeah. you can't, Oh, the steak's ready. I'm going to have a steak too. <laughs> because why not? One of the best Thanksgivings I ever had was at a Vegas buffet to be fair. Oh, because yeah, oh. you can drunk, get anything gambling, you dream Vegas, of there. Yeah. You can get different. any kind of food. <laughs> you can. Different. You can. And then, Those buffets are a little different. And then you had places like the 1010 um, or whatever it was called. I think it's called Sushi 9 now. When yeah. you were in college, it was 1010. Oh, let us not Roy. Roy. Sushi oh, nine. I'm Roy a Sushi 9 fan now. Roy did Sushi 9. That's all I think. <laughs> There's that's, when I hear I Sushi 9 now. <laughs> the kid holding up a sign and said, because for, for those who have like, what the hell are you talking oh about? Oh, my God. There's, there, there, was oh. a, there's a Chinese buffet joint on Western Boulevard that used to be called 1010 Chinese Buffet. It changed over to Sushi 9. <laughs> sushi 9 burned down. And then during one of the games at NC State, somebody held up a sign that said, you know, there was like a Roy New and then there was a Roy did Sushi 9. Which to this Which, day, I still it made think me it's laugh hilarious. so hard when cool. I saw it. I was like, "How random is that?" That's now, one of the, so uh, funny. One of the OG uh, Chinese buffet. I don't think it exists anymore, but it was thirty-five Chinese. That's what off I was a, just going to say. Kildare Farm Road. Wait, there was one in Chapel Hill as well. Oh, remember? there was. Yeah, like, I don't remember the one. In it Chapel was like Hill. right by Granville Towers, and we, that was the. I oh, thought I it was thirty-five Chinese. It I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I know called. there was one in Cary. Carolina people will correct me. That was one of the first places I went to when we moved here. Uh, and we would go there all the time. That was and... like a treat yourself day in college. Oh, yeah. Treat yourself. You're going down to 35 Chinese. Dude, You're I, not eating again for I, a, a I day and a half. The, uh... Did you know Bojangles had a buffet at one point in time? No. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Some of the, now that it's all basically owned by the same, I, I forgot the name of the company that owns them all. But in certain places, there were Bojangles that had buffets. Pizza Hut's had buffets. Oh, yeah. I've been too. to a Pizza Pizza Inn, remember? Oh, mm-hmm. oh that was a classic buffet. The chocolate <laughs> chip pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take, you know what, Joe? <laughs> Only the chocolate chip pizza, this is not, to be fair. This, would not, really this would not be cheating. This would not be cheating on Anthony over at Oak Ridge Pizza Box, but I'm going to take you to Milton's one of these days out in North Raleigh. Oh, I've never been there I yet. I've never been. Because they do a crazy Italian just extravaganza <gasps> buffet. They got their pizza, obviously. Mm-hmm. Salad bar pizza. They got some main dishes as well and things like that. And you'll come out. You'll, you'll, we'll have to roll we'll you happy. out of there. We'll okay. have to roll you out of there. I found the uh, Harbaugh Beamer connection. Allegedly, they stole signs from Tennessee. Okay. And Michigan gave Tennessee's signals to South Carolina in an effort to help South Carolina beat Tennessee and keep Tennessee out of the playoff. This is a football scoop report. I see. I love football scoop. All right. Uh, oh, Okay. okay. Well, yeah. Shane Beamer's a cheating ass cheater, man. We'll get into that. Yeah. We'll we'll get into that in a second. Lauren, thanks for hanging out. No, of course. she needs we'll, to react to our. Oh, oh, that's right. Before you leave, we got uh, we got new marketing material. Oh. All right. So, like, this is totally and completely respectable. <laughs> yeah, right? Hold it up for the camera, Joe. Totally, completely respectable. <laughs> the QR code, all that fun stuff. Look at look how that's a great <laughs> screen grab, by the way. You did like, a it's wonderful an job. Time that. screen. Yeah, grab. Good, good you did a really grab. good. Screen we have grab. our copiers plus positive vibes. The whole sure. thing. This QR code, which I created. 
Oh. I have created fire. I'm proud of you. <laughs> that's a, that's not. No, I know. I'm proud I of you so for that. I'm so proud of myself. So I was like, okay. So, but the real inspiration for all of this was, and yes, I'm going to go down to the Raleigh Times, put one up on mm-hmm. the on the wall where you see these other people okay. doing, doing some interesting things. But the real inspiration was, I was in the RV lot for the Clemson game, mm-hmm. and there were 14 porta potties like just lined up right there. Yeah. When I went in one of the porta potties, there somebody had a. Uh, uh, not this, but they had something with a QR code. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is really smart. Really, you should put yeah. this stuff. I, I was like, okay. I'm is that like a- guerrilla marketing? Yeah. I don't- <laughs> I'm going to, but it was only one in there. So it's like, clearly they didn't sell it. It was just more of like, oh, so I decided <laughs> we're going to put you on the street team. Lauren. I decided that. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't get pissed on. Get pissed off. Oh my god! Oh my god! For the porta potty, porta potty. I know there's a little bit of R. Kelly vibe there, but <laughs> do but I have to give that to people? Drip, drip, drip. <laughs> no, you don't have to do anything. No. Okay. We would just want get, your reaction. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, talk your shit oh, that- while you shit. <laughs> so I think we're gonna put these in the back. These of are great. Stalls. No, I was concerned that you you said put me on the street scene, so I'm like, I'm not. Oh, am no, I supposed no, no, to like no. hand these? Yeah, to people? no, you're good. No, Lauren, good. I think you should. I think you should go uh, hand these out to people. And the, actually, oh actually, the best part of all because our this, fe- our our female demographic continues to go up. It gets better. We're at a whole seven percent, Lauren. Uh huh. Thanks to you, seven percent women. So <laughs> I we're gonna need to put like next time you go to the Alamo. Put them up in the uh, in the stalls. You've never seen me Ooh. be as disappointed as I was last night. I thought in the urinals at PNC. Yeah, I thought those were just like a slide in of the no, drop top. Those things are like those things are like locked nailed. in and they're framed. Yes, I was so mad. So you could you can slide one in. Yeah, <laughs> I was so bad. mad. I bought them last night bad. to the game. All right, Lauren, get out of here. All right, bye. Always love hanging out with that Brownlow lady. Also love Wings Over. Wings Over Raleigh. Wings Over Chapel Hill. Wings Over Greenville. Uh, I went overboard this past weekend. I don't know if I'm going to go overboard this weekend, but I'll probably be picking up some wings while I watch football on Saturday night, Joe. Wingsover.com. Order online. Go pick it up. Raleigh right there across from UT on Hillsborough Street. Free parking. Great stuff. Great wings. The 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 meaty. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for good quality wings. You know, you know a sign of a good restaurant. What do, what do we do? We're called Wings Over. There's no like you know steak and cheese. There's no nachos. There's no nonsense, man. Hey, we're really good at making get wings. to the heart of it. So that's what they do. Trust me. Uh, I, every time I try something new, the mango habanero. That's a good one. Very good. That's a good one. But I always end up back on that hot one too. That's fine because it's not. It's just a. It's just a nice classic buffalo sauce you do you man that's what that's all that matters uh and speaking of tailgating breeze through has all your tailgate needs you headed to the game on saturday at carter finley stadium or a hockey game this season drop on by breeze through by that complex you headed out to chapel hill for one of these games campbell the duke game breeze through just outside chapel hill they got all the beverages adult beverages oh man and uh just wants to hydrate you dark roast coffee is going to get a workout on saturday eight o'clock Eight o'clock for state Miami. And I was at first I was thinking, you know, the worst thing about this is is the late start. Now mm-hmm. I'm realizing it's gonna be cold AF, yeah, man. man. So that coffee's gonna come in handy. Handy. Got all kinds of stuff. Snacks, you name it. They've got it over at the breeze through. Also, now that we're in the holiday season, you're gonna have family coming over. Maybe you're thinking about Thanksgiving, maybe you're thinking about Christmas meals. Butcher's market has everything that you might need. 
uh, whether it's you want to get a bunch of steaks, uh, you want to get a bunch of sides, you want to get some appetizers. They've got it at the butcher's market. Check them out. They got locations across the triangle. Got a location in Wilmington as well. They're expanding Ooh, to. I was going to say they're coming to Lake Boone. I, I saw know. the sign it's the other expanding. day. Very excited about that. Very excited about that. So we got big thanks to Butcher's Market for sponsoring Ovi's and Julia. From a super secret location in New York, Trip Tracy, Valley Sports, hanging out with us here on Ovias and Gilio. Trip, what's up, man? We haven't talked to you yet this season. How was your A, how was your offseason? B, let's get into the meat of the season. How, how you been, man? Joe and Joe, good to see you two greats. Uh, my offseason was um, quiet but good. I take care of my mom in pure Michigan. I'm in New York City. The one interesting thing that I had happen was um, – a couple of years ago, uh, I got ripped on the road having lunch with one Sebastian Ajo for my lack of uh, casual style. So he introduced <laughs> me to a uh, store that I didn't know existed. And little did I know that would lead to getting invited to a fashion show in Paris that uh, all expenses paid. Thanks, Sebastian. And uh, I guess that was my one thing in the summer, which was classic. All right. And my uh, my quick interaction because they only invited a handful of people from the United States. And the first night before the fashion show, I'm talking to this guy, wonderful guy. And his name was Babyface. And I, idiot, number one here. I go, now, Babyface, <laughs> what do you do? Why can and, I see you again? <laughs> and, and he just a wonderful guy. And then right before the fashion show, I'm talking to this really nice guy. And we ended up having a fabulous conversation and uh, his name was CD. And I said, CD, now tell me, what do you do? And he said, well, I'm a football player. And uh, I said, oh, really? I said, what do you play for? He said, the Cowboys. <laughs> and we ended up, we're sitting at this fashion show in Paris. He's coming to our game in Dallas. It'll be his first ever hockey game. Hmm. And we spent 25 minutes before this, you know, wacko fashion show, which was a totally different experience. And he was raving about Jerry Jones and how important culturally he is, how much he cares about his players. So that was my one uh, unique experience in the summer. Other than that, low key. Other than that, <laughs> other than hanging out with Babyface and CD Lamb, eh, it's no big deal. Now hold on a second. What's what's in the, Paris? In Paris, <laughs> no less. What's what was the name of the 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 clothing manufacturer that Aho turned you on to? Givenchy. <laughs> See here, Joe's Joe's rocking Kirkland. I'm repping the he's repping the co. Kirkland brand from Costco. I've got this cheap, you know, biscuits and porn uh, polo from the Outer Banks where my brother-in-law used to live out there. I'm trying. I'm thinking. What I'm trying to think. One of those. What would a hoodie from them cost? No. Oh, you have one. <laughs> I have one. It. It's uh, wearing it yesterday. Uh, How much did that hoodie cost, Trip? Well, the good news is, is somehow, of course, me, I live a charmed life. Uh, they, that's why I went, because it's tough to get me out of Michigan in the summer. They paid for everything. Okay. So, uh, um, that, that, that hoodie costs 950 bucks. Can we raffle it? It's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to pull this up on. This is the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. We can never do this on the radio. So we appreciate this. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, this is the slim cut hoodie. You have a zip up one, but the slim cut hoodie 
Uh, this bad boy is going, it doesn't even have, yeah, 950 bucks trip, 950 bucks. Next time you get a gift bag, let us know. We'll raffle that thing. Help us raise money. All right. You got it. <laughs> all right. Let's. I really needed to be Aho and Mulkey is what I really needed. <laughs> I don't know if you do this trip, but when uh, Aho, he came over to my house because he, he used to live down the street from me. So we played this game of Mulkey, this Finnish backyard game. And Jillio bet him a week's a game check, right? Yeah. A week's worth of salary. A week's worth of salary. I think our week's worth of salary would have paid for the gas in his Mercedes. Would not have. Maybe not. It would have been able to buy us a couple of hoodies, I'm guessing. All right. Now, with that fun and frivolity aside, <laughs> let's let's talk about let's the do that hockey. Let's do that hockey to the Canes uh, so far this season. Is it too easy to say that the Canes in October was about trying to find motivation in the early go they this is a stanley cup favorite team they're a division favorite team but in order to kind of get into that mindset for the you know the, the regular season is a slog finding that motivation can sometimes be a little bit difficult is that a fair assessment of a little bit of october yes definitely a central piece of for me the observation and the reality i mean in october Guys, you know, you have teams that are trying to prove to themselves in the hockey world that they're ready to take the next step. So I think that that uh, translates to a level of urgency that is more of a challenge for teams that have been for several seasons. I mean, the Hurricanes have won three consecutive division championships. They've won at least a round in the playoffs uh, in, in those years. I think it, to be able to match that level of urgency of teams trying to take the next step is a formidable and legit challenge. I think the next thing is is that uh, the schedule was very difficult. I mean, as I'm in New York right now and Carolina will play the Rangers tonight, Islanders Saturday, go home for one, and then play back-to-back in South Florida first against the Panthers and the Lightning next weekend. That'll conclude a stretch of 11 of 15 on the road. So it's been a particularly difficult schedule. And then you've had very significant injuries to very relied upon central core players. So when you combine all of those things, um, it was a very challenging month. And all of a sudden you come out of it, you know, six and four. You don't, over all of it, love the way that you're playing. But there are no pictures on the scorecard. And when I get excited, and that's what I love about the league boys, uh, for each and every game here, are the Rangers tonight, um, you're coming off a, a, a win against Philadelphia, mm-hmm. but no pictures on the scorecard. I'm hoping that that translates to a complete buy-in tonight and total team effort against the Ranger team that is playing very well. So now I, I disagree with both of you. I, I don't think motivation at the beginning of the season is an issue. Okay. That's like a January, February, yeah. March slog part of the year, not a beginning of the year. I think there's new parts here. Like you tell me how Dmitry Orlov's a minus nine trip. Uh, A (laughs) job. A couple of things. No, seriously. He's a new guy. And I think, I think that's where I'm getting at is when I see these new guys and we, and we laud the culture and it's true, but I do think there is something too, like trying to figure out, okay, this is how this team plays. Like, I better be on my P's no, and Q's fair. and figure this stuff out. That's fair. Well, let, let me let me just, uh, especially for a defenseman. We yeah. saw it with Brent Burns last year. We saw it when Dougie Hamilton early stages first became a hurricane. 
the reason in simple terms that it's the biggest adjustment to play defense in Carolina is that Rod employs essentially man on man. And that's different than uh, there are some similarities, but that's different from what it was for Dimitri for so many years in Washington. Uh, and that's different, you know, when he played so well after the trade deadline in Boston. So there's an adjustment there. I remember at this point last year, early no- October, early November into December, and that's when it turned. I'm thinking, you know, Brent Burns, you know, future Hall of Fame career, where's it at right now? You know, he was solid, but you could see, you could even reach out and touch it, that he was thinking about where he should be on the ice, and you're in a position of weakness if that happens. Once it clicks in that you've adjusted systematically, your brain turns off, and then typically you take a big step or two. So for Orloff, new team, uh, big systematic adjustment, biggest adjustment of any position, um, working seven defensemen early, playing less than he was expect, you know, than he was used to playing. Mm-hmm. Then the unfortunate injury to Brett Pesci. I've seen definite growth, especially offensively. He's had two really impactful assists in his last two games, and I think he's getting cleaner defensively. Um, but say for Orloff, that would explain his slow adjustment in October that's showing real signs of promise. So, Joe, not to be agreeable, as in Joe G, yeah. I, I I agree with you. I mean, yeah. I still stand by what I said about the urgency that's tough to um, equal, uh, even with the adrenaline of the early season. But in particular for defensemen, we've yeah. seen it. Big adjustment yeah. in Carolina. That's what I meant. I wasn't like saying, oh, this guy's terrible. I'm just... Yeah. I went to so the we're allowing for I went it, right. to the Thursday Friday games and I'm looking at it. I'm going, these guys are new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it, that's a pretty big part. And to your point about the seven defensemen, from which I didn't even think about, if you're not used to playing in that type of way either, it can throw you off a little bit. I mean, but 16, that's what that's what October's for and, and, to power the, through these things. And but to get to what Rod had said after the San Jose win trip, and forgive me for not being locked in on the Philadelphia game because um, I saw the two home games. After the San Jose game, he was like, you know, people were panicking a little bit. It wasn't as bad as like when people were panicking. And I'm thinking to myself, Rod, you gave up 16 goals in three games. That is not what you guys do. So to me, I mean, I understood what he was saying. You got bigger saves in those Thursday and Friday wins. I I totally understand that. But that's not Rod's. That's not the Canes game, giving up 16 goals. To my point, in the last three games, they've given up four. Now, maybe that's the schedule too, Trip. Maybe Maybe we're talking about a San Jose team who's, who's not quite uh, at the NHL level here compared to, you know, you're looking at Colorado and, and it's some of those other teams out West that are really just blasting some goals there. The other thing is too, and where I think Rod doesn't go a step further with regards to detail, but mm-hmm. knowing Rod as well as I do, again, the way Carolina plays, which is, you know, everybody's essentially trying to do the same thing, but the Hurricanes apply as much pressure as any team in the league. Yeah. With their five-on-five game, I just mentioned with regards to the way they play defense, and their penalty killing. So if it's on, it looks fabulous. And you sit there and you, I mean, you enjoy it to the ends of the earth. Yeah. If there's one weak spoke in that wheel, it goes from looking fabulous to looking bad. And so you can make the argument you're not that far off 
if you just are a little off. And if you have, say, one guy that isn't adjusted or one guy that's not completely buying in, then it can go from looking stellar to looking stupid. And, um, you know, I would say that that, because in talking to the, the penalty killing in Philadelphia, welcome to the season, it showed signs of promise at the home games that you mentioned, Joe. Prior to that, it was not good. And that was really, say, on display in Colorado in particular. And talking to the guys and assessing the game as the analyst that I am, they were trying to figure out what was, they couldn't really see anything wrong other than they were just a little bit off. And the way Carolina plays when they're a little bit off, it can look silly. And it's, we saw both of that in that Seattle game here in Raleigh, right? The first period, you have the turnovers, you have the, some of the, the breakdowns on defense and it's two, nothing in the first period. And you're like, Oh man, the Canes are really, they're just not good this year. Then you get to the third period. And I think this is probably where your best defense is your offense. They, they had the four check on. They're controlling mm-hmm. the puck the entire third period of that Seattle game last Thursday, where you're like, okay, these are the Canes we all kind of know and love the, the, the puck possession, the control. And to me, Trip, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, it stands out to you as well. We get so spoiled with playoff hockey. And at the, that is where you see that intensity level. And that's where I will agree with you that for a group like the Canes, who's been in the playoffs and make these deep runs, it is hard in October to be like, oh, look, we're back on the ice and it's the same exact stakes as we just saw. And it's like, no, no not quite. It's not. Uh, but it, it, it's almost like a different game. And once you see when you see it, though, in that third period where they control the way that they did, yeah, it's, it, that's that's them at their best. You guys, I one of the reasons I love your show like I do, whether <laughs> when I've been on a call, I, listen, I'm not blowing smoke for the sake we of all. <laughs> you talk about real things. So, yeah. Joe, again, to bounce off of you, it's one thing to have that early season excitement and adrenaline. You're back on the ice. You're back playing. However, playing the proper way where you need everybody pulling on the rope requires a true buy-in. So if you have any individualism, you have anybody pulling on the rope, you know, pulling, not pulling on the rope and doing their own thing, not being detail-based, then even though you have that early season energy, enthusiasm, adrenaline, you still won't get the type of result. And I mean, even with, again, with all of this being said, guys out of the lineup, um, tough schedule, you're six and four. That's why I look at this next stretch of games is so crucial. You're going to have to have everybody in playing correctly tonight against the Rangers. You just went five and all on a Western road trip. And six and four, all things considered. It's, it's fine. Not they're, that bad. They're, they're not that bad. Not that and bad. the other thing about this season so far trip is it's, you talk about the players who are not available. All right. I think they handled Andre Svechnikov's return properly. They didn't need him in the early go and see what you can. They don't need him right now. You need him 100% healthy. And because that's been the Canes issue once they get to the postseason, it's the guys are, are falling off. But more importantly to me is it looks like, you know, whatever was bothering Tara Vinen last year is not bothering him this year. And we go back to a conversation that Joe and I had with Tom Dundon in a beer cave uh, ahead of the season. <laughs> and props to Dundon for showing up to talk a to him. A beer cave? Yeah, 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 we were at the breeze across, right the, across street. the street for opening night. Joe sees his rental Porsche and says, "Hey, man, this is clearly yours." <laughs> we're across the street. Why don't you come hang come out and we'll talk about the season? And he did because that's Tom. That's cool. And Tom, we yeah. gave him a choice to talk about anybody new <laughs> or like what player are you looking forward yeah. to? I was thinking like bunting or nope. something like that, and he was like, "Nope, Tavo Teravada." And I was like. Oh, very interesting. And he was right. And he was right. He was right. He's been fantastic so far this season. 
I, okay, so first day of training season, but last season, Natchez was coming off a tough year. Mm -hmm. And total honesty, I've got a polygraph attached to my left bicep here. You know, like, do I love training camp in the preseason? No. <laughs> but do I force myself to watch it closely, especially the practices? Mm -hmm. Yes. And last year, first day of practice, Natchez caught my attention coming off a tough year. And I said, hmm, I think he's going to bounce back. Same thing happened. First day of training camp practice, Tavo. And so what happened last year, first game, it was a home game against Columbus. Natchez scored. That gave him confidence. Seeing one go on the back of the net, having a good moment early. Same thing happened to Tavo. He gets four in his first three. Aho gets hurt. He's got to adjust to playing the middle of the ice. Not that he can't do it, but there's a little bit of hesitation in his game. Sebastian gets back. I know Sebastian was playing wing. All of a sudden, Tavo, you know, regathers that uh, early groove and has a terrific month of October. But it's it reinforces to me, uh, hopefully I'll be around for many more preseasons, that it's not my favorite time of year, mm -hmm. but you watch closely, you can really get a barometer as to uh, – what Tom hinted at in the beer cave. Trip Tracy, Valley Sports, Carolina Hurricanes. Trip, we appreciate it as always. Uh, looking forward to uh, catching you. Give shout outs to huge Kaniacs, Babyface, and CD Lamb. So, so CD, so, so wait, hold on a second. To, to, to go back to the beginning of the conversation, you're going to bring CD Lamb to a Canes Dallas game. Yeah, we only play there once, and um, he's all fired up to come to the game. All right. I at it you know I, I i don't know the super bowl date it's hovering around oh uh, you don't have to worry about that with the dallas cowboys trip <laughs> I, he was like, the classic thing is i mean i'm in Paris, oh. and after i figure out who he is and it was one of the greatest conversations and it was deep because we talk about how much you know we love the cultural standard with rod you yeah. know the hurricanes organization for a long period of time now and here we are getting ready, sitting in these stools, getting ready, much tougher for him because he's much bigger than me, but getting ready for all these, it was just the male show, so these male models who might, must eat less than even horse jockeys, and and we're sitting there, and CD is passionately and eloquently talking to me about how much he loves Jerry Jones. Yeah. And, and so I spoke to him about Carolina, and the things that I love about the, you know, the culture of our organization, he said, Trip, I got to come to a game. Yeah. I and so then it, uh, he's hurt right now. And I know you guys got to move on with the show, but I texted Brett Pesci. No, and he goes, he goes, Trip, how on earth do you not know who C.D. Lamb is? He's my favorite player in the league. So there are a bunch of guys on the team that are going to be excited to see C.D., even though. Uh, I February 13th, February Tuesday, 13th? February 13th right. in Dallas. All right. Looking forward to huge Kaniac, C.D. Lamb. Uh, hanging out. <laughs> All right, Chip, we appreciate your time as always, man. We'll see you at the rink. Keep up the great stuff, boys. Trip Tracy, man. Unreal. He remains the best. I love our conversations with Trip. I love the simplicity of hometown realty. Check them out online at myhtr.com. Buy, sell. They've got the little tab there. Let you know what's going on. And I can't stress this enough. Homes are going for over list right now. So why, why would you ever just take some sort of guaranteed offer that's coming in 
not at what you could make on your house. So get the full potential of your home. And the other thing too, Joe, with all their brokers, a lot of new construction going up as this area continues to grow and hometown realty can handle that for you. Not just simple and efficient, but expert knowledge, the family at hometown realty. They're going to help you get into that new construction because you look around and you think about some of the problems heading down the road and you're Mm -hmm. like, man, I don't want to start fixing stuff. No, I want to buy this thing. I want to be in there Mm -hmm. and I want to be ready to go. The best way to do that is to go to hometown Realty. is to go with hometown realty. It's my HTR.com. Also big thanks to Whitaker and Hamer. I don't know. Maybe Whitaker and Hamer can knock out some sort of separation agreement between Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. Or, they, or maybe they can enter into a contract with other Big Ten coaches that you're not going to steal signs. Uh, or just represent Jim Harbaugh <laughs> in the Big Ten call. Maybe. Big Ten coaches call. Check them out, wh.lawyer, attorneys and counselors at law. Or maybe you just need to get out of a traffic violation. Something simple. Something I would know all about, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we thank them for sponsoring Ovius and Gilio. I referenced it. So we got an update on what's going on with, uh, with Michigan. And uh, Pete Thamel just wrote a story that was out this morning. And apparently Big Ten coaches are urging action. This is from the ESPN story. Uh, According to five sources familiar with the call, a chorus of voices encouraged Petiti. He's the Tony Petiti, the commissioner of the Big Ten, to take action against the Wolverines in a call that was described as both intense and emotional. Quote, collectively, the coaches want the Big Ten to act right now said a source familiar with the call. What are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? We all know what happened. The the story here, Joe, is if everybody's doing it, what is the point at which a line is crossed? And it feels as though the Big Ten coaches, they feel that a line has been crossed with this Marine hanging out on the sideline, buying tickets, taking video surveillance, and everything else. It's gone from just normal sign stealing, be better, to a line has been crossed. Again, I'm always fascinated when lines are crossed. I forgot who the baseball player was, but he had so much pine tar on his neck. It was literally shining in the light of a baseball stadium that they finally said, look, man, we everybody does this, but we finally have to do something because it's so obvious. And I guess that's where Big Ten coaches are right now. Uh, well, this is going to be an interesting one. Like, Are there Big Ten rules that allow the Big Ten to punish I don't know. their coaches and schools? I don't know. Are you going to pull Michigan, who I believe is going to win the national championship, out of the playoff no. over stealing signs? They're not going to do that because the NCAA, the, the NCAA has no power here. That's what I'm talking. When it comes to the college football playoff. That's kind of what I'm getting at yeah. here. Like Al Capone, right? You got to get him for the tax evasion. Well, mm-hmm. What are you going to get Michigan for here? You're going to try to get them on the. They practice during the pandemic. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I yes, I technically understand that you're not allowed to go to a stadium, but. That's a rule. Mm-hmm. Where is the outline punishment for that rule? Mm-hmm. They don't have one. So what are you going to do? Don't know. You're going to find them. You're going to fire the guy. Who cares? Well, the, the part that I find the most fascinating is Michigan's not going to fire. Michigan's the guy. not doing anything. They're looking at like, a national championship window. Oh, I read a story. Michigan. Oh, well, you know, they've paused contract negotiations. Who cares? You're going to win a national championship or you're going to be in the position to win a national championship. And my guess is Jim Harbaugh will take the next NFL job that's available to him. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the story that the NFL would somehow punish him for something like this. What do you care? What are you talking about? What do you care for that kind of stuff? But there seems to be, and there's some response to yesterday's show when we talked about how this former Marine ended up on the sideline for central Michigan. He was wearing a central Michigan hat. He's got like a mustache and all this other stuff. 
And, and one of our listeners he had glasses out, on at night at, was the that was the other yeah. thing too. And one of our listeners pointed this out on YouTube. Worked several years as support staff for an ACC football team. Frequently, we weren't allotted enough passes. It was never an issue. A tucked-in polo shirt with my team's logo and a headset were all I needed to just to go about anywhere. That is true at every stadium we ever visited. The only place consistently guarded was wherever the pregame staff press meals were. As it happens, I saw both Joes in there many times. <laughs> hey, man, free meal for the press? You got to protect that at all costs. But all jokes aside, he's right. There is an element at some of these schools on a regular season game that's just not really, it's, it's just not something they're thinking about. If you look official enough, yeah, you can probably get on the sideline, no problem. If you look official enough. And sometimes a team logo and a tucked in polo is all it takes, man. And that's why I'm not surprised he was able to get on a Central Michigan sideline. Because people are like, how could this happen? Y'all, there's enough stuff to worry about where they're not really checking for these kind of things. It's as simple as that. But anyway, I'm with you, Joe. I'm not quite sure what the hell you can do when it comes to Jim Harbaugh and the sign signing scandal. Hayes Permar, Rialto, hanging out in the studio with us. Before we get started, Hayes, uh, we always love telling people to go buy stuff. And to, hopefully our listeners go out and do that. Uh, you got Rialto t-shirts that yep. you just put out, right? We got to sell these bad boys. If there's one thing that people like is like being on the ground floor or something, this is, this is a limited run of Rialto shirts, right? Yes. So limited that it already sold out and we restocked because it's that it's that limited, baby. Love it. So I was gonna buy one, but you brought them. So how about we do a how about we do a classic soccer jersey exchange? All right, with the caveat of like you still have to buy one. Uh, Julio already bought, I already one. bought one. You got kids. <laughs> Give me the company card. You got a wife and kids. Yeah, uh, no, have, no, 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 not I'll company card. This, this has <laughs> no, to be a personal no, it's, donation. No, it's, no, it's company card. Look, we'll company I know card. you like you, one. One of those things that you can't, the money can't buy, is being a true rally guy. But in this instance, it can. For twenty five dollars, you can get one step closer to uh, to oh. saying yes. Uh, I was in the right one. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Exchange. My bad. My bad. I got the size. I'm gonna wear this for the Law of the Wolf today. All right. Excellent. He's yeah. tapping into a longstanding conversation you and I have had for damn near 20 years about what? How do I get like, to be a real Raleigh? Guy, I know. Like a real boy. Yeah, I mean, you're so close. You <laughs> oh, got I didn't kids even going realize to realize purple for Sco caps. Uh, no, it's not. It's not that. It's it's not purple for Sco caps. Are you sure just, about that? No, no. It's just purple. Not even to, subconscious. Come no, on. No, no. <laughs> that's so. That's so. What this is? No, it's not. It's not a broad shirt for the G, baby. Come no, on. no, no. It's not a broad shirt. It's not, and it's can not get, purple haze either. Can I get? It's. Uh, can I get a green and yellow for Emma? No, I, that's obvious. You're so close. You have a kid that goes to an ITB high school, <laughs> right? It's I'm just have the two. It's just the wrong one. You know. <laughs> no, no. The funny part is, I, I find myself rooting for Inlow and Millbrook and Sanderson in yeah. Athens now because those were my rivals back in the day. Yeah. But now I'm like, those are the those are the OGs and Garner even against these Panther Creeks oh, yeah, and yeah. these, you know, Friendship. heritages and all these. And like, yeah, I'm like, no, the, nah. All right. So before we talk about what's going on with the Rialto, I want to tie into a conversation we were having before this about Michigan and getting on the sideline, like, you know, about okay. yes. you know, basically acting like you belong there. And I can't think of somebody who <laughs> pulls off the idea of acting like you belong here more than you, Hayes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I should use it more. If I were, I act bolder than I. I am, yeah. but like sometimes by accident, you'll walk into the wrong place, especially you guys know this, like you have a media credential and the first time you ever wear a media credential, um, you, you're either like, uh, like in Wayne's world where you're like showing it to everybody. You're mm -hmm. like, Yo, are we good? We're good. We're we good. good. Can you verify that? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Or you're like, not really, 
um, you don't really truly believe that you can walk out of the field. You know what I mean? So you're like trying to walk, watch somebody that had the same access as you, and then they go on, and you're like, all right, oh, I can do we have I the same pass. I can do that. And once you do it, then you become super comfortable. But then you just start walking wherever. You're like, it says all access pass. I'm going to go bench. wherever. Yeah. And a lot of times you won't get stopped. You're uh, talking yeah. about casually going onto a field when there's game action, not in the middle of the night to get a picture of a 50-yard line No, we've logo. done that. The, the, the funny thing and is... And then I get called by NC State campus security later saying, did you actually do this? And you had to say yes, and they almost banned me from Carter-Finley. But that's another story altogether. So back in the day, stadiums used to just be like more can, like open. Yeah, you, you, could, be a, you could walk into Carter-Finley. Yeah. Carter-Finley, I mean, Duke... Oh, I, I definitely remember waiting outside a Duke basketball game and be like, let's just go throw the football on the Duke football yeah. field. Like it's, it's right there. That's easy to do. Um, and it was, you know, it's, it's almost like, it feels like the, the, we, we kept our doors unlocked back in the day. Like we kept our stadiums unlocked, you know, you just don't, don't mess up our grass. If you want to have a game of cats. That's so what's okay. the most ridiculous place you've actually just walked into without mm. a credential? Like you, like you pulled a, a former Marine psyop mission for Michigan. <sighs> I wish I, uh, I w- if I wasn't on the spot, I'm sure I would have a better answer. Because um, like ACC tournaments I feel don't like count. We got into the eight, the referees' hospitality one year. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like a post ACC tournament type thing, or yeah, like at one of the nights of the ACC tournament, like there was different hospitality rooms. And so you're hanging them, out with Roger Ayers, just drinking. Uh, one, <laughs> it was one of them that was okay with it, and then all of a sudden, like somebody from the conference who who didn't like us was like, "No, oh, no, no you guys can't be." Okay, here. I've definitely okay. walked into a wedding um, where I, you know, I didn't know a ton of people going in, and so I walk into the reception and I get a drink, and I'm like hanging around, looking around, and I'm looking, and I'm like. <laughs> Awesome. I don't wedding. think I know anybody. <laughs> and then I go double check. I'm like, this isn't the right wedding. I'm like, I know it. And they're like, oh no, we have a, it was the a country club had two different places to hold weddings. It's like, you're down in like the river uh, house or whatever. Yeah, it's, and uh, so, yeah. It's uh, no trip Tracy who shows up to a fashion show in Paris and then suddenly meets a guy named CD who plays football for the Dallas Cowboys. And he has no idea. By the way, trip uh, after our conversation with him, sent us a picture of here he is with CD lamb uh, doing his thing. So, and babyface. And babyface. Didn't have no that's idea. Solid. All right. So is babyface going to play the Rialto? Uh, that's a great question. He He's the type of artist that you actually could get, right? Like he he doesn't play or sell out arenas anymore, mm-hmm. but like people would come to see him. Absolutely. You know? um, uh, he probably still could sell out a little bit more than the Rialto, but we'll, we'll definitely work on so it. So you're here because, uh, as people know, uh, you and a group have taken over the Rialto. Paint job looks great. Thank you. I love the paint job. I love the paint. I drive by it every morning. Uh, and now we've got actual things happening at the Rialto. So what what can people expect? October was a busy month. We had movies stop making sense. Talking, I should have run that longer. Like I'm still just learning how to do movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and and you, I'd say you wouldn't know, but you probably would be able to guess. And you read, do a lot of entertainment stuff. Movie studios could put all kinds of like restrictions on movies um, and when you can and can't run stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, twas the nightmare before Christmas. We kind of missed out on that because you needed to do it like at the perfect time or whatever. Well, all right, stop making sense. Which I actually watched at uh, the Alamo. Uh, because I thought it was a limited run. And then, of course, I kicked myself because then I saw the sign. Yep. First, stop making sense at the Rialto. I'm like, oh, well, I should have checked it out here. I th- again, because my understanding was 
There's only certain places it could have played. There's the IMAX version. It was so popular that after its its initial run, they brought it back. Yep. So these are I, all things you're learning. So yes, and and that's a great example because A24 is actually one of the more flexible studios. Okay. So that's why they would allow it to like pop up at different places at different time. And like it's almost like it, it, what when you're working with them, you're like, why can't everybody be like this and just yeah. you know? But the the more money they know they're going to make off the movie, the more restrictions they could have. People are like, why aren't you doing Taylor Swift? Our, some of our mutual friends. Like to be like, Permar just hates money because this movie is selling out everywhere <laughs> and, per, and yeah. he's not doing it. Um, but like, why, why didn't you have I the, be, the Because tour. I didn't get in this to make money, which is clearly the case because I'm really good at not making money right now. Um, I'm paying painters and all this other stuff. But uh, but like, I just don't want to be the Taylor's. If I ran Taylor Swift, I'd have to run it for a month. Oh. And I couldn't run anything else. Do any night I'm open, you you are the Taylor Swift theater. And because if you have... If you have eight screens, or even if you have four screens, that's fine. You can bring in new stuff or do other things. I got one screen. So, like, I couldn't do these concerts that we're about to start doing. I couldn't do comedy. So, October was a great taste of, we had movies. We had this uh, speaker series called, I can cuss on here, right? Yeah. It's called Fuck Up Nights. It's kind of a cool thing. It's like TED Talk, but the only theme is everybody talks about the time I fucked up the most, right? I feel like it's something Jillio would be good at. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you like to hear the story? Oh, man. I might bring you in. I might get you to tell that. I so witnessed like one of them. Five, six speakers. Um, Just one? <laughs> they go like 10 minutes each and tell you the story of their biggest thing. So, like, we had that. Uh, we had we've had a couple comedy shows. we got another comedy show coming up in November. Um, and then we, we did technically have live music for a hopscotch jazz party. Yeah, I saw but that. It was, but it was just uh, free. This is sort of our first, like, ticketed concert series. Mm-hmm. Um, and down the line, we hope to have that, like, six days a week. It's like, oh, three days, here's a movie. Maybe a cool documentary one night, a throwback film, um, and, you know, and then something else. Then a live concert, a comedian, um, and it's just all of that in one week. Right now, we're trying to, like, do a little bit, make sure we got a handle on it, learn, you know, go back, do it. Uh, December will be a good test because we'll have all the Christmas movies you would expect, mm-hmm. the one, you know, the most popular ones. Uh, and the ones that people debate whether or not they're Christmas movies. Um, you showing Die Hard? And then, uh, that, you know, that's a pretty good guess. Okay. Um, I'll be there for that one. Um, it's, uh, and, and, then, uh, and then also some live concerts, some that are Christmas-themed and some that are just a more cool concerts. So, so let's, let's set the basics. You have ABC permits, so for all these events, you can We do. Actually, I drink. just ordered liquor for the first time. <laughs> ah, we've we've nice. had beer and wine. <laughs> that's been going well. So just like everything, I'm, I'm telling you, like, we have things happening. I'm just not on top of them yet. First, it was like beer. It was like, we got to learn how to do it, how much. Like, I'm over-ordering, Uh-oh. under-ordering. Like, just, over-ordering is better, but, like, yeah. you know, you're just trying to figure out, yeah. eyeball, okay, what is... What does 150 people in here look like? What does 400 people in here look like? What does that you know translate into? And then like, what flavor of truly do these kids mm, actually youths. drink? You know, you got that um, groove wagon though. Uh, uh, I've got them. On, I've got that on a list somewhere. All right. Somebody, uh, do you guys text have the, text the king? Do they sponsor you stuff. guys? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll text talk, the king. I'll talk Come to groove wagon. I'm trying to do. I know you're beer guy. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can get away with. I've got six taps. Oh, I want to do beer. I don't have much room. Six but I'm five. trying to do beer just from five points. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Now that, now that Trophy is moving to five points, I'm counting now. them. Make it work. I've yeah. got a brown from Noose River that does well. Yeah. They're, they're sneaky good. Um, Ponysaurus is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got R&Ds right there. I'm counting them in five points. Come on. They're on Capitol. I can walk to R&D. 
Technically, you can. You know where they are, right? Hold hold up, hold up, hold up. No, I know where R&D is. Yeah. You're going to count Pony Source at Ironworks? Uh, yeah, with that, so that's at the end of Whitaker Mill. That's still five points. So you're getting Linwood too? Um, Linwood and then like Nickel. Uh, you just named like a hundred different points, places, nickel by point. the way. I know. So I'm saying of those. <laughs> you rotate them. Oh, okay. gonna, yeah, you can rotate them. Yeah. I mean, the, ke- the kegs eventually kick. And then and then I'll get cans from other places because I like some no-dust stuff. Yeah. I'm, i got to have a Hardywood gingerbread stout. Oh, that's my all-time wow. favorite. Um, you would. Go to sleep after one of them. They're so good. They're dude. good, but you're good for one, Joe. I'll, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll give them. I, I used to give them as Christmas gifts to my uh, colleagues at Sports Channel 8. People that you like. Um, yeah. But they, they go down way too smooth <laughs> and they're like 9.5 or something. Yeah. And they, uh, they're night night. More basics. So good. TheRialto.com. Yes, That's yours. TheRialto.com. That's awesome. You don't have to have like at. I know we did HP four <laughs> slash the no dude realto.com. You'll appreciate theater. this. We had to do a little finagling to get the um Facebook account. Okay. The the owner was willing to give it to us, but it was like a scattering of employees that had set these things up over the years. Right. Not like a unified thing. I don't so know what that's like. So Ooh. we're chasing him down <laughs> and this one dude just like the he just goes dark on us. Like everybody's trying to help yeah. they can. And one guy just like totally goes dark. Well, I've like kind of talked to him. So we can't get the old Instagram. So we started a new Instagram. Oh, we even okay. had so much once we owned the oh. domain. We could recreate his email address mm-hmm. from at therialto.com and try and get a password reset that could would then be forwarded to us. We could forward everything and it wouldn't go through. And then one day it was like, ding, was like, do you want to do a password reset? For it was like that dude was like, yes. It like got in there, changed it, but it was just now. So now we're like literally, I'm just trying to like kick everybody who hasn't already moved over to the dot Rialto on you Instagram. G rated uh, no. material for your bathroom stalls or yeah, you we want need the bathroom stall material here. PG 13. Uh, I don't man. I honestly don't have enough room in my dang bathrooms. That's like one. It, this thing was built in 1936. Well, there's not a stall. Don't put it in a stall. Like we want to be sitting and looking at it. Um, we'll, we'll have to talk. We have to negotiate space <laughs> like that. I, I don't know if we, we're going to have <laughs> like flyers man. on our okay. wall. I mean, I do like the, I do like the concept though. And I probably, <laughs> I will steal the, uh, I always call them QVC codes, but they're, <laughs> The, the QVC, code, the QR codes. Is, yeah, we, is did a great shirt. We, we did a shirt swap. We can do. A, do you have a Rialto pennant? Um, no, I'll get. I'm going to get more merch. I'm just pushing, put one on the wall pushing one thing right now. Right. Um, you guys, you guys got it going on. Your zero to sixty has been uh, incredible. Um, We're still figuring it out. No, no, no. We're you, still you, figuring my, it out. It's my porta potty. All right. So real quick before we say goodbye. So we got the movies and things like that. What I'm more curious about is the bands and how is the setup for the bands. This is a this is a movie theater. Yeah. Uh, yes, but it's been a live music theater too. Like it already had a stage. Okay. And we are now in the process of flipping the stage. The screen pushes back mm-hmm. to reveal even more stage that yeah. the band can then play on. Okay. Um. And. Uh, but you can't remove seats. No, 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 no. We like the seats. You like the seats. And there's enough space between the front row and the stage that, like, f- you could do a, a general admission concert. I'll show you a, a video of concerts back in the day mm-hmm. where, like, a couple hundred people could probably just stand up front. right up, uh, up oh, at the okay. stage if you want to do it like that. So we'll definitely be playing it by ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and when comedians have come in, I assume they would want to be up on the stage. And they're like, no, dude, it's way too far to the front row. And then so we put them on a platform, basically, like and put them on top of the okay. audience. Um, and, you got uh, the I Love College guy coming in November. Uh, what's Asher Roth? Asher Roth. Uh, yes. <laughs> I never look. Look, I got the promoter throwing Tell stuff him up to come there and perform like his own version. 
all, all the, the time. All right, we'll do. We got we got all kinds of people. Okay. Look, I as you you guys know me, I uh, I'm I'm like a dreamer, right? I got doers out there doing things um, where I'm like, hey, bring me bands, mm-hmm. bring me a sound system, um, figure out how to set up movies, and I and figure out how to like. You think I painted anything? You no. think I have anything to do Mark with, the, with the design yeah. or the the labor of painting a building? I just go to people and I'm like, don't you know how to do this? Right. Please come do it for me. And they get it done. So I think just we like should. right now, when I'm like, I'm trying to get the word out. Let me go to the guys who uh, people listen to, eh. and uh, get the word out on somewhat, some stuff. Somewhat. So we'll close on this. Uh, what are the chances of getting? What will we? We're workshopping this uh, live here. Bomani's back. Can we do some sort of live yes. podcast? <laughs> yes. Like, but here's the thing: you are a pa- we, you're we, you're a pansy. You do not. It's 2023. Hayes, careful. You do not need Bomani mm-hmm. to carry a live podcast. That's not what I'm getting at. No, you. Do. I want to do like a you, Dreamville-esque podcast thing where we get, like, we get Bomani. We do us. Hell, let's get Morgan okay. Patrick to come out of the okay. out of the back door as a super what? surprise to say my dunce cap of the week goes um, to. Uh, all right, like all right. that's that. What I'm thinking of is more of like a Dreamville. We'll get Salarte no, to do the sports but, bar. Hold on. Now, you're, you're going from Dreamville into like uh like uh, uh like walk back in time. What's the what's the fabulous thought, sports babe doing? I thought you were gonna do like um get get like Felder. Doesn't Felder do a podcast? Do Felder? But yeah. get like that's, you what, got, that's what I want to do. I want to do like a Lollapalooza of podcasts. Yeah, no, I, I there you're right. But that's that, what I'm saying. Yes. Um but I, I think I, I don't think we need to to, to dig back start, in, start into small. history. No, you don't want to um, go fully history? Um no. Nah. Can we get that's, Jonathan Rand? Uh does he have a podcast? No, but uh, he can sing. He can no. be the opener. He's got we got a he's got a podcast. Still not allowed. <laughs> um Go check him out at Christmas Carol. Fiftieth anniversary. We baby. could do we could do that we could do the battle that I've always wanted. You and Jonathan Rand doing an acapella off. Um, he wasn't there for it. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we we would do this stuff. I on want your, this live. On your day off. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um no, we'll, we could do, we should do a live podcast. All right, you we're guys, done. people will come and and we could make some money. Now and now can I'm getting better it, at can you now I'm gonna say fancy terms like I'll be like, uh we'll do a uh, like a five hundred up front with maybe a uh, thirty five sixty five split, you know, like uh you know. All right, Hayes, get out of here, man. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. We're serious. Go buy a Rialto t shirt. We ask you to buy OG t-shirts. Go to shows too. Go to shows too, but you know, help pays out. And apparently with this purple t-shirt that he's got going on, there's only a limited run. Ooh. So I like a limited run. It's and like, I like purple. Basically, it's the way that I look at it. It's like the people who still rock that Google Fiber t-shirt. Remember when you signed up to get more information about Google Fiber? And you still see people wearing those shirts like 10 years later or whatever. Like, oh, man, you were there. You were there. You were an OG. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I think you should do the same thing with uh, with the Rialto T-shirts. Buy them today and, and go buy one of our T-shirts. BreakingT.com slash OG. We appreciate that. And we appreciate Matt Davis for sponsoring Ovias and Gilio. Check them out online. TheOGInsurance.com. InsureGarner.com. Or call Matt Davis directly at State Farm at 919-779. 8277, Joe. Yeah, Matt is going to be out there at our OG tailgate on Tuesday. Looking forward to that. Um, you want to help yourself with your insur- different insurance coverages and how to save money and maximize what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
Give Matt a call, 919-779-8277. Now, we talked about T-shirts. We've got our T-shirts, obviously. If you want some really cool, officially licensed, vintage-inspired gear, that's where homefieldapparel.com comes into play. Use that promo code OG23. It's the holidays. It's official. It's officially oh, holiday no. time, Joe. You got to do your Christmas shopping now. So go to OG, go to, okay, go to so homefieldapparel.com slash OG23. You're better at that than I am, so I'm going to listen to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow this to be now. okay. But you don't know worry how about I feel. ship dates. Don't you worry how just I feel about Look, I'm the weirdo who thinks about Christmas gifts in July. Well, no, like this, if I see but this it, is good, though. This is good because their stuff at yeah. Homefield, first of all, awesome quality, it unbelievable. Is. Second of all, the, the variety of the selections, you talk about wanting to be unique and wanting mm-hmm. to be an OG. You want to be swagged out. Go to homefieldapparel.com, use that code OG23. And as you probably already know by now, you've saved 15%. When, you, when you're a repeat customer, they got all, all kinds of other deals for you, too. All right, let's get out of here with some Hey Joe questions. Big thanks to Oakwood Pizza Box. It's a Thursday. Thursday. They are open. Also, thinking about this, thinking about the holidays, you're having family over and yes. that kind of stuff. Don't cook. No. Just order pizza from Oakwood Pizza some Box. Pizza, get some salad. And we know how people are. You got your family from upstate New York. Ah, you can't get a good snack <laughs> of pizza around here. That's not true. Head on over to Oakwood Pizza Box. They got the real deal. So again, big thanks to Anthony for sponsoring. Shouts Kobe's to Julio. Shouts to Tommy Williams, basketball official, ACC basketball referee. Yeah. Worked, worked in the state game last night. He's a big supporter of the Oakwood Pizza Box. Love it. I love it. So uh, we're going to get out of here on this. Got some response to Bomani being on the show yesterday, talking about Cooper Flag and Duke. Uh, okay. From Duke fan since 1990. Hard pass. Mm. Okay. All right. From my guy, Ramar. Ramar, Ramar is a P1. Ramar's been around for a long time. He's a Duke fan, right? He's a huge Duke yeah. fan. Huge Duke fan. But Monty Jones, not Cooper Flag. Thank God for timestamps. It's like, what did Bo say about Cooper Flag? That was Bo. Actually, Bo and I were actually texting about this yesterday. And I mean, I'm going to compare him to Josh McRoberts. <laughs> that one, That's... I'm not going to lie. That kind of threw me off. Well, but do you remember out. when Josh McRoberts was coming out? Now, Duke, oh, he was a huge deal. I dude. think it was Duke who put out the tweet that this is like their sixth, something like sixth overall number one recruit and, that they've landed. You got to, and they had the graphic. Yeah. And McRoberts was in the graphic, and I just remember when McRoberts was coming through and coming mm-hmm. up. It was like he's a big guy. He can pass. He can yeah. score. He can you know facilitate the offense. I mean, a little bit of ahead of his time. Sure. And of course, he, he was also on a team that was historically not great for Coach K. Right. Uh, I believe it was the McRoberts group that got knocked out by VCU with McBob. Yeah. The McBob group, right? I remember being stuck in Buffalo and hanging out with Frankie the D in some dank Buffalo bar, but that's another story for another day. Uh, Yeah. So, like, Bomani texted me last night. Duke fans are getting mad at me, saying Cooper Flag is good. And I wish he hadn't gone to the school I didn't like. Oh. And that's, I think that's what it was. And when we went back and forth, I think this, it actually ties back to the start of the conversation. Because Bo's a hater. He's a Duke hater. Okay. It's fine. Look. Bo's history with Duke basketball is long and layered. Okay. To the point where Bomani actually had a meeting with Duke about branding. Like, what, right, right, right. What Wait. is it about our branding you don't like? He's like, because you're dorks. I mean, he pretty much laid it out like that. But that's his overall point. He's like, y'all, a bunch of dorks. And I'm not saying anything Bomani hasn't said before. So I'm not like, you know, revealing deep secrets from a text. He'll, he did an entire HBO show yeah. segment on it, for heaven's sake, which, which I highly I recommend you kind of watch. Sort of explained everything like he explained it amazingly well. Cultural black teams, like iconic teams, were lost to Duke. Yes. Like, 
Yeah. It's like, and it's do, not a coach K thing. thing right? <laughs> no, it was like we had these awesome swagged out teams. And this that, guy, that this were beloved, team, <laughs> are doing it. We're always and the, the and thorn in our side was always Duke. I, I feel like this is. I feel like this is the issue with Duke going forward. Duke is never going to be loved the way North Carolina is loved. Sure. Period. Yeah. There's no Michael Jordan. There's no. Uh, and then you got Kentucky, which owns. I feel like Kentucky fans own their irrationalness. Big Blue Nation, you know, their culture, the way they want to fight. There's there's a little bit of a, yeah, we own this kind of attitude, right? Duke, I think, is in a really weird transitionary period. It's about the only thing Kentucky owns. Yeah, that's true. So right now, I think Duke is going through its own identity crisis post-Coach K, right? You have, because let's be real about this. And Bo kind of, it was a, it was a, it was a throwaway comment at the end of our conversation yesterday where he's like, Duke's like the one lone national college basketball program right now. And they're at their most least interesting moment with John Shire. What I think what he's trying to say, I'll translate, I'll, I'll translate him and say, beep, pop, beep, pop, and say, no, Duke's just not hateable I was right say, now. People don't hate John Shire. They don't hate John Shire. He doesn't have decades worth of, as you mentioned, moments where he's crushed the swagged team or the collection of players that came through that people cannot stand. So I think what's happening with Cooper Flag is that people are having these flashbacks to, oh, great, this really awesome white basketball player is going to Duke. And now we have to go through this Oh, where does Cooper flag rank on the most hated Duke players of all time, which all happen to be white guys, you know, like, ah, there's JJ Redick. Ah, there's Greg Paulus. Oh no, there's uh what's his face. Who's the trippy guy? Why can't he's off the top of Christian Lehner? No, not Grayson Allen is definitely on top of the list. He's easily on top of the list. People still are looking for Grayson Allen tripping people. Right. And of course, Christian Lehner breaking like arms and everything else. I know. So I think what they're worried about is, after last year, where you actually had a likable group with Kyle Filipowski sure. and, and everything else, Tyrus Project and no K and no K, it's oh no, we're we gonna do this again. Where people are like finding a reason to hate Duke. I would say good to me. It says you're back, baby. But I think Duke fans want it both ways. I think they want to be like loved, like Carolina, while at the same time being really, really elite. And it's like, well, why don't you guys see our brilliance? Well, because people don't want to. Well, then it you, takes years of reprogramming. I was going to say that. you add in the players who don't go to college basketball, which is becoming more and more yeah. of, the, of the elite players, That's those top true. level players. So it's actually just a win for college basketball that Cooper Flag's playing anywhere. I agree. Let alone do. That's why I kept asking you about the G League Ignite aspect of this. Sure. The fact that he's actually playing college mm-hmm. basketball is a big deal. We'll get out of here on this. Our guy Brian over at Nice Price uh, finally going to get Joe Obi's <laughs> into racing. I'm like, oh, what is Bubba Wallace doing? Is that, wait a minute, stay on target. Uh-huh. What? Oh, no. Wallace doing a swagged out Star Wars car? I'm excited about this, Joe. You know there's merch. You know I'm going to buy that merch. Uh, yes, I know you will. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week's editions of Ophies and Julio. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you all next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.